Hi baddies, this is a warning that this is actually part two of our recap of Love is Blind season six, episodes seven to nine. So if you haven't heard the first part, I urge you to go back. We got into the Jimmy and Chelsea of it all, Kenneth and Brittany, all that good stuff in the first one. And this one is about our last two couples. If you already listened to it, thank you so much. Please like, comment, and subscribe if you are enjoying this on YouTube. If you're on the podcast app, please rate the podcast five stars and leave us a review. I would very much appreciate it. All right, here is our part two. (laughs) They were already messy in Dominican Republic now this, but... Speaking of, in the Dominican Republic, after Laura was weird about 80s body, she is so, so upset uh, and triggered. She used the word triggered by Jeremy telling people what she said about the bean dipping. Uh, Jeremy apologizes to her for giving her the silent treatment once he got home because he was mad that I don't know she was trying to set him up I don't know right I'm just like I think both of y'all have valid reasons to be mad and also AD has valid reasons to be mad AD has the most valid reasons the ultimate (laughs) she is the main person who should be upset but like it's like y'all actually set each other up yeah. It's like, Laura, you should have never said it to Jeremy. Jeremy, it was messy to say it to other people. Like, tell yeah. AD that she said it, you know? Yeah, they're all embarrassed. I think she just admit that they're both so embarrassed they by are. their own actions. But Laura's like, I'm the wronged one because why would you retell the stupid shit I say? <laughs> And it's like, why would you say it if you didn't exactly. want him to potentially mention it to someone? Because like, it's like, if you're saying, well, it's like both of y'all need to think harder about that because a man slapping a woman's breast is never funny. But it's like, y'all are so goofy together that you both thought that was funny. And now you're shamed because somebody told you it wasn't. Yeah. So, and then they're mad at each other. Yeah. It's like, you made me get in trouble. No, and it's like, no, both of y'all thought that shit was funny and it's not. You're whack. Y'all, <laughs> y'all was kikiing together. Then Jeremy said that to AD, and AD and Clay were like, wait, what? Nah, nah, you're a weirdo. <laughs> so Jeremy said he picked Laura because of how they resolve conflict. Um, but for Sarah, it was always fun, and that was a question of, oh, basically what Amy and Johnny said. We haven't had our first fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also want Jeremy to stop rewriting history because saying that it was all about fun is omitting the fact that you talked to this woman about you would like for her to go to your father's grave in Florida. That is not a fun hee-hee-ha-ha conversation. That's a very serious conversation. And that means you had to be vulnerable with her about the fact that your father died, how close y'all were, and then to the point of saying you would want to take her to his grave. So don't do that. Wow. That's very true. I did not think that. They talked about politics. 
This girl they said, say. I'm a patriot. That is not hee hee ha ha funny. Like, that is like very, because she's like, I'm anti abortion. That is a very serious statement to tell someone and not know their own political beliefs around that. Like, he's rewriting the story, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, like, you do. Well, it's like, I, yeah, that's true. But I'm like, does he not realize how much of a lie it is? I think he thought he was going to get away with it. Like, they are both, these two people are not, just not thinking, not thinking, which is so great because of conversation between them later. Um, Yeah. He, okay. So this is when we're still in the DR. Jeremy told Amy that he still wants to meet Sarah. She, Amy looked like she wanted to say something, but was holding back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's close to Laura. I don't think Amy hangs out with none of the women, honestly. That's so interesting to me. Yeah, I noticed the first night in the DR, she kept going to Johnny. She wasn't around. She would like have little moments of being with the women, but she'd be like, where's my man? Where's Johnny? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, all right, they go back and they have to see each other's places. Jeremy has a garage gym, which he uses often, and he goes inside and there's a cute note from his mom congratulating him on his engagement. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Laura claims that his place looked stage. She said that she didn't believe him in the pods when he said cleanliness was important to him, but she's surprised that it's real. And then she said it's giving serial killer vibes, but in a good way. There's no good way to have serial killer vibes, ma'am. See, this is what I'm talking about with your sense of humor just being off, girl. It's just off. And she's like kept bringing up. She's like, I just hope he's as clean as he says he is. And then when he really is, she's like, it's kind of giving serial killer vibes. She likes to roast. Like Laura has this energy of like liking to roast and pick all the time. And she's like, that should be okay. But I'm like, not everybody's okay with that. Yeah, yeah. And she can't take it either. She has literally a conniption. Literally a Karen coming out. It's so wild. Uh, yeah. So I think she was disappointed. She sees the seat pack though, and that's what she needed. Except it didn't make any noise, so it's actually not that embarrassing. Literally, again, it's like she wants to have something that she can pick on him about. It's like why we heard about these Hawaiian shirts so many times. Like, girl, do you like this man? Because you say more insults. Then you actually say nice things about him. You don't respect him, and he don't respect her, and that's where this led to what it gets. Period. To. Period. Period. <laughs> this is so ghetto. We're watching. <laughs> we're watching these white people get their lick back. That's what they're doing. <laughs> and I, it's ghetto out here. Oh, and then speaking of freaking. Another, we have a whole side chick storyline because of them. So mm-hmm. Laura, Laura, uh, meets up with Jess. No, completely wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but yeah, she meets up with Jess, and 
they're talking. So we learned from this that Jeremy told Jimmy to look at Jess's Instagram. Mm-hmm. Messy, messy, messy. For what? I mean, he he was going to see her anyways, but truly for what? Exactly. What was that about? What was the point? And they're like, oh, I, Jess, Jess is doing the freaking most because she loves it. She loves it that Jimmy saw her. She loves it that he put in a friend request. She did not respond right away. And then he revoked it and then went private. Jess is giving city girls take your man energy. She's like, look, he might have chosen you, but he might choose me too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's too much, honestly. And I'm like, do you even like him? Because this is, <laughs> Laura asked, were you repulsed by him? Which was, she started at repulse. That's how negative Laura is. <laughs> Just mean. I just said, were you repulsed? Girl. Just like, no. No. And she said, even if I was, I would just marry him and close my eyes. I will say, Quita, I did close my eyes and listen to Jimmy because I did not believe you the first time that he had a deep voice. But I hear... I hear and see in my mind's eye what yes. girlies were seeing and hearing mm-hmm. in their mind's eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like you see him the whole time, right? So you're just like, no. But like if you just listen, it's like you hear the richness in his voice, like the lower notes in his voice. And it's like for me, really. the richness. You know, it's like he has like a heavy voice. You know, but it's just like, for me, what's so funny is like, Jessica's doing all of this for Jimmy, and I just don't see why. For camera time. Period. Because I'm just like, girl, he ain't got enough money for you to be trying to steal him from Chelsea. He lives in a studio apartment. You have a 10-year-old. This ain't even going to work. Like, he ain't even got enough, a big enough bag to be stealing him on TV like this. Yeah, and ego. I think it's like, ego. Because, Yeah. It's the same thing that people are hating Chelsea for right now. Jess is also exhibiting it. So it's like annoying to me that people are having such wildly different reactions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, in the end, Jess gets her own interview, which I know she was living for. Because <laughs> that doesn't always happen at this exactly. point. And she just, she says the most. She was just like, oh, well. He might be engaged, but he's a man. Ew. It's like, why would you want a man who's engaged to someone else who's thinking about you? That's not the man you want. And the fact that Laura's still hanging out with Jess and then goes through what she goes through, I'm like... Wow. 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 So messy. <laughs> so messy. And like she reads the DM, right? To Jess during that meetup. She does. Uh so that's going on and yeah, she was just like Sarah Ann DM'd Jeremy. She 
thanked him for his experience. She then wrote, if he's rethinking his choice, then they should meet. So, uh... I was like, Sarah Ann, you didn't have to be messy. Sarah Ann's definitely going to be messy, because Sarah Ann has, like, what, 30,000 Insta followers? Or 30,000 TikTok followers. <laughs> and she had 4,000 on Instagram at the time, which I'm sure is way more now at this point. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> so, yeah, this couple, they're back at home. They're getting ready for Laura's family to come over. She's filling up a vase with flowers. It keeps falling over. So he makes a joke of, haha, well, let's put some water in this so it stays. One of us has to be the smart one. Laura was quick to be like, well, I have a college degree. Whoa. No tact. Just straight for it. And it's like, she's so angry, yo. She's an angry woman. She is. She is very angry. Like, very ready with the quips. But it's like, the, each one is like, it's meant to slice you. Yeah. It's like, girl, he was just, I mean, you could have been like, don't joke with me like that if you don't like jokes like that. But for him to be like, one of us has to be smart around here. And then you're like, that's why I have a college degree and you don't. So that also lets me know you have a value judgment about having a college degree. Oh, absolutely. She is so judgmental. Uh, just the whole whole sure thing, right? When she was mm-hmm. talking, when she talked about it later with her family, because they're like, that just seems like a fun thing. She was like, look, he is a uh, like respectable man. She started listing things about him. And she was like, I just think like the Hawaiian shirt, she thinks, it looks goofy. Like, I think being respected mm-hmm. is so important to her. And uh, status, maybe, mm-hmm. in a way. Like, she wants to have a very specific picture of the man that stands next to her and mm-hmm. one with the Hawaiian shirt in it. Right. I think she is attracted to the fact that he's an entrepreneur, a very successful one, it seems. But I think his personality, she hates. She thinks he's like a goofy idiot. And she treats him like she feels that way about him. I'm like, girl, you don't like this man. So please stop wasting your own time. For real. It's all about like molding too. Because she's like, oh, he likes this, but I'll change that. And like, I had this long pros and cons list, but there was two cons. And, oh, but yeah, I think she's one of those... This is kind of old school marriage. I think she's just like, I'm going to dress my husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to make sure he doesn't look like a schlub. And like, that's one of my duties. Right. It's like, well, is that what he wants from you in your relationship? Or is that you feeling like your husband should look a certain way? So you're literally going to mold his style to be the type of man that you want to be with. Yeah. Uh, and that's not great. No one likes to be a project, as we've right. learned. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, her family comes over, which is so interesting. This has to be, like, the most interesting family visit ever on this show to me. Because the way before 
before Laura's parents came over, she was like, oh, yeah, my parents have been married for a long time, but I don't want their marriage. Mm -hmm. I want something fun and da-da-da. And I'm like, you guys are going to watch this. Cheryl, Carol, whatever her mama's name is, she came in and I, she dragged her. First of all, this woman reminds me of Phyllis from The Office. (laughs) Like, if you listen to her voice and how she looks, and guess what? What did Phyllis of The Office have? A good ass husband, a good ass marriage. (laughs) And Laura, she's giving Mindy Kaling. And what was so good and so interesting is that she's listening because Laura has to put all their business out there. So she puts all the business out there. She was like, and I'm in a love triangle, but that's his business. That's how she framed that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The family's like, what the hell are you talking about? And now this man, he's drowning. But then again, it's a a pool of his own making. Truly. Truly. She just made that shit be public. Like, their big thing is that they're both doing sneaky, weird stuff. But Mm -hmm. they're mad that, like, they're not each other's accomplices. They'll rat each other out so quick. And a heartbeat. Which, for me, indicates that they don't like each other very much. No. You know, like, I think for me, it's starting to feel like Laura wanted to win the man, but then she won him. And she's like, I don't even like him like that. So we think it's the same thing with Chelsea? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't, I think the difference, well, I mean, clearly the difference in that situation was Chelsea had another choice. I think she, a part of me really feels like she chose Jimmy because another woman wanted Jimmy. So I feel like for her that suddenly made Jimmy more attractive to her. Like, there must be something since he has multiple women. Um, but I'm like, he just got a deep voice. And I don't know. Like, I don't yeah. see much else that y'all liked about him. Um, whereas, like, in the situation with Laura, she was the one waiting for um, Jeremy to pick between her and homegirl, you know. And she was very strategic in how she played it. She didn't let Sarah Ann know that she knew about them, whereas Sarah Ann had no clue about, you know. So it's just like, I feel like, you know, it's like she had this insider knowledge of she's competing with somebody. <laughs> it's a strategy talk. Insider knowledge, like it's inside trading. Well, it's like that thing of like, you know, some women are being open about who they're dating, which puts them kind of at a disadvantage because it's like then somebody else might be dating that person too and they're just not telling you. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I think you should be your genuine self, but if someone's trying to win somebody, then they know something you don't, you yeah. know? That's very true. So, yeah, the mom sits her outside. And in the interview, the mom, I think it's Cindy, Queen Cindy, she's sitting next to her husband, and he's like, yeah, if she's not with someone who will give it right back, she'll run all over him. Cindy was like, and I hate she gets away with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's clear that her mom is aware of how she could be a mean girl. Like, yeah. she could be very mean. And yeah. these relationships and these men let her get away with it. I wonder, like, 
what is the start of that? But, you know, the sister-in-law was talking about, you know, your brother, which is never actually a good argument to be like, your brother, she's like my husband. No, that's her brother. Right, because she really don't care what he's doing. (laughs) She's like, he wears Hawaiian shirts, and guess what? And Laura's just like, you want want my fiance's Hawaiian shirts? I'll give them right now. She's like, I'm not speaking. (laughs) This is very weird, because Laura then says, well, what if he doesn't like them? Did you notice that? Because yeah. they were like, he likes these shirts, obviously, but what if he doesn't? And it's like, Laura, he do you think he you telling? <laughs> he told you that about himself. He, you said it yourself. He has a closet full of these shirts. Why would he have a closet full of shirts that he doesn't even like? What, Laura? <laughs> Laura is like really play, plotting on this man to completely change things. Like, you really think you know better than him, huh? Okay. It's like you don't like him, so just stop. Just stop all this. Like, go find you a suave guy who's in control of the situation, who has what you want, and leave who this guy, who I feel like you think he's like, you don't take him serious at the end of the day. So just leave him alone. Yeah. So wild. She then goes on about how her cons are stupid then why are we harping on them? Uh, and that's why she picked Jeremy because he agreed on everything else. So the mom was just like, you guys talk harshly of each other, but try to change. And Laura's like, I'm not. And you know when the next time we see Laura? You want to... First of all, the audio of this is so good. That I just have to play it. I really debated if I should start it earlier. Of, so are you gonna take those sunglasses off? You're wearing them inside. There was perfect pause, and then she just started going. I was like, "You have to 10:45, and we're up till five something in the fucking morning. The bar's closed at two. What were you doing until 5 o'clock in the morning? Okay. It's giving Whitney Houston. It's, wow, just outstanding performance. Just like. (laughs) Just a time, place, all the details, fill them in. This man started off with a freaking tone like, Jeremy, you didn't do that shit. You did that shit. That was, I was just like, you do know who you're engaged to, right? Like, this is not the one who you stay out till 5 a.m. and you think it's not going to be a problem. But I, I feel like there's some couples who really like to antagonize each other. And this was just all part of it. Like, I feel like this was a whole game between them. A tussle. Yeah, it's like a power play. Like, yeah. yeah, and so he's like, I, the first words out of his mouth was about karaoke, and I'm like, I'm dead, I'm dead. For karaoke? Like, sir, be so serious right now. We're going to karaoke, and then the bars changed. He said that the pod guys 
um, were like, hey, just, just to let you know, Sarah Ann is here. You And this is so funny because this is such a cheater move because they're always like, well, I thought about doing the right thing, but then I thought I have self-control or I'm not going to let her be the evil seductress. <laughs> Dictate what I do. Have power over me. I'm gonna go talk to her right now. And honestly, the way he said that, he was like, "I'm not gonna let anyone else dictate my actions." I couldn't tell if he meant not going Ooh. in because Sarah Ann would scare him off, or that she couldn't make him not go in. He's not gonna go home because that's what she wants him to do. Yeah, yeah, I. You know what? You know what? That's a very good reading. That could be it, because he does feel like that. He's like, oh, you think you think you're going to embarrass me in front of other people. Uh, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> so wild. And then I'm going to push Jimmy to do the same. So... <laughs> He talks about, um, okay, so when he goes in, Sarah Ann says hi, hugs him, walks away. And he was like, what was that? So stupid. This high school, this high school drama stuff, this little interaction, that was enough that you wanted to put your relationship with your fiance in jeopardy? She could stay mad. Literally. And it's like her being, what do you mean, what was that? You chose another woman over her. That is a logical reaction to me personally, but like, it's like you wanted to talk to her. So just say that. That's why you went to that bar because you wanted to see her. Sure did. Sure did. So he says that afterwards, she's like, where's the rest of it? (laughs) What else did you do? He said that they talked it out um, and he shared his location so he was being completely transparent, Vita. Nothing was going wrong. It's like, I mean, she made the point. She's like, you thought I would be, like, looking at your location at 5 in the morning? He wanted her stressed. Either he wanted her stressed or he thought she'd be asleep. I don't know. It's like, either he was like, she's asleep, she's not going to see this. Or he was like, he wanted her uh, stressed and worrying about where the hell he's at. Because even then, he, like, when at first he says, I don't want to talk about where I was. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to say it on camera. No, he didn't. And she's like, well, I got the deeds. Exactly. <laughs> you weren't downtown. She was like, you're north of uptown. And I'm like, what is Charlotte? <laughs> right. I was like, not she neighborhoods. <laughs> I was like, someone draw me a map of Charlotte. <laughs> we had names of freaking karaoke bars and bars draw draw that for me this is so funny this is so funny so and she was like then where were you and he said that they were sitting in the parking lot of the bar and then she was like none you were at Sarah Ann's place cut the black she oh but before that she was like I'm supposed to be your mama today now you're bringing up the boy's mama. <laughs> he, was, he was sweating. She was he like, was. I don't want to talk to that lady today. She's going to ask, oh, what do you like about my son? I don't like you right now. He, was, he said, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm right now. 
Like, no, sir. It, the wow. gears, she's locked in right now. Locked in. Locked in. So she walked away saying that she was done. So that might be the last we see of these two. I don't know. Well, it's not. It's not. We see uh-huh. coming up. They're at that party. Right. Right. Wow. Sarah Ann and, and Jessica, no shame. And I'm like, for these men? Yeah. This for is literally men? all a game to y'all because this can't be for like, like, this can't be for real. If we need to remember what Sarah Ann this is the person we're talking about, and this mm-hmm. is the picture with her talking to Laura. Right. Yeah, when she, this is after when he breaks up with her, right? And she's like telling yeah. her. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? This this is a little scary though because Sarah took that breakup so so easily because she she calculated. She's like, oh, I ain't worried about it. She was like, why? Oh, you have fun with me. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Right. She's just gonna take this man just to dump him. Honestly, just to prove oh, that she absolutely. can. I think that's both her and Jess, if, like, anything of that sort happens. Right. Like, it's not the long haul. Like, No, it's just to prove that they can. <laughs> like, really- I did it, I've done it, I'm done. <laughs> and, yeah, oh, my God, Jeremy, so scary, so scary. I don't know what's up with the, the pod, guys, but I'm so scared. Right. All right, our last couple, Lady and Clay, our one black black love couple, Clay, our uh, friend is probably at home somewhere, just right. Right. That moment when they were in the DR and Kenneth was like, "Wow, turn me on." I was like, "Sir." Wait, what? Yeah, Clay and AD were kissing, and Kenneth is like standing next to him. He's like, "Wow, turn me on." And it's like he's saying it in a joking way, but it's also just kind of like, "Sir, that's an interesting choice of words to say." Oh my god! Oh my god! I know we were all worried about Jimmy, but also Kenneth has said he dates black women, so he might not have been feeling Britney because he saw AD. Oh, I mean, some people, some people think that. Honestly, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad if that's the reunion story. <laughs> Actually, you know, AD and I, we've kept in touch. Play Bumble. Because he's, he's already anticipating that he's going to fumble. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. Like it's setting it up. <laughs> setting it up. Kind of like. How freaking Jeremy was setting stuff up. I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, she messaged mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're still, we go back to the DR for AB and Clay. We start with um, Clay being like, ooh, red like kisses. I was like, no, this is so messy of the editor. Because <laughs> I just was like, this is all red red flags. Major red flags. <laughs> the red light kisses as well. Sure. Um, Aidy actually talked about how she went to two Super Bowls 
as a cheerleader. Mm -hmm. That's wild. Right. So it was in that interaction where, for me, I started feeling like I don't think Clay actually likes AD. I think Clay hypothetically likes AD on paper. He likes certain features of hers. But, like, the way he was so invested, because he brings up her, her, the time that she danced for the Patriots, right? And it's like, he's like, wow, you were with some big players, like Gronk and all, right? And it's like, he's like, he's like, really like, oh my gosh, your accolades, all the things that you have. And it's like, do you like this girl? Oh my God, I don't know. I hope so. He, Clay's interesting one. And he's hard to read for me. Like some some things it's like plain as day. Other times I'm like I think he's processing, therefore I'm processing. <laughs> <laughs> he's process. Uh but Clay reveals his dad is Guyanese and his mom goes to Martha's vineyard. He didn't know it was by the water. Mm-hmm. But okay. He was like, Oh, I, I do not want to go to Massachusetts. And then he slurps down a soup, a soup AD mm-hmm. chuck. And we just sit in it. We just sit in it. It's so quiet. Again, the editors, they ain't right for what they did on that episode. It's not right. Like, I'm like, y'all could have cut a lot of this dead air, but y'all are really building up the suspense. Like, yes. y'all want us to feel this. They are. So, um, yeah, he all of a sudden says that he doesn't want to let her down. The wedding day is coming up. He wants to give her what she wants. And I'm like, not she sounding like Matthew. That part. That's I'm a, like, oh, you toxic. You toxic. Because the way they keep framing it is like, I want to give you what you want. So you're making it clear you don't want it. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd be like, I'm excited to marry you. And you're making, you're framing it as if like, oh, you're just asking so much and I'm trying to give you what you want. And it's like, what the hell? Mm. Uh, she asks, what is the roadblock? And he doesn't have an answer. He finally explains that he wants to get married at the end of this, but his family history with divorce gets to him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Later on, AD reveals uh, this is when all the ladies are having sex. Laura and I think AD both confirmed that they've been physical uh, while Chelsea is getting there. So they were all cheering about that. Then AD later tells Jimmy that she's glad them talking about her ass was such a pivotal moment for their friendship. Right. I don't, I'm I don't understand Jimmy and AD's thing. Me neither. Also, I I feel like I've heard this other places too, but people feel like Jimmy might have might also date black women. Yeah. So it's like he might. I, it might be like a certain level of comfort that they have with each other, Maybe. or that he has with her. Because it's like sometimes they seem like they're flirting to me, and their conversations seem a borderline like inappropriate but it's just like also they might just have like this weird friendship or like he feels comfortable with her mm-hmm. I don't know it's all possible at this point uh but you're 
so Jeremy apologizes to AD about the bean dip situation. He said he felt so bad he was going to leave the show. So, yeah. Okay. That was a shame spiral right there. Right. And he's probably like, oh, I could have left and you're, you don't care. You're like mad that I did this. They're both idiots. <laughs> it's so wild. It's so wild. Um, Jeremy advises her to give Clay space when he's being introspective and she's so relieved. Like she wanted to jump for joy because she was like him just going quiet and then saying like my worst fear. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not about me. And he's like, no, he does that with the guys, which actually gave so much insight into Clay and really mm-hmm. like made me start looking at him a different way. Like, I think he really needs to process stuff. He really needs to be in therapy is what I'm picking up for a minute. Cause I feel like he's starting to real cause him naming, like, I'm not a good guy. Like I want to be a better person. I think he's realizing some of these things that he's done in the past are really hurtful ways to be in relationship to people. And like, realizing where it's stemming from like he's picking up like this has this is connected to how my dad showed up right and it's like you are on a journey of learning so much about yourself you need to be working with a therapist Mm -hmm. and not trying to get this through ad who's been to therapy you you should be trying to date ad not like yeah solely talk to her and process your issues around how you've handled previous romantic relationships yeah he's kind of given up on courting her it really is becoming back-to-back therapy sessions uh so clay admits that all of his black male examples cheats there were some wild names in there uh including his own father so he notices that and that's that's common. Um, he wants to be married and monogamous, but he has to figure it out. And he does want to go to therapy with AD. And it's like, again, solo therapy, too. Yeah, also that. Not just her going to therapy. Yeah. Uh, AD is proud of Clay and his house. So we get to see his racing. Not racing, is it racing? What is it? He is yeah. tra- he ran track, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Racing. <laughs> Racing. <laughs> What's that story? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, he used to be a track star back in the day. He has that uh jersey and and uh picture. They talk about kids and they're like, Hey, we can make this home a kid friendly home and she is glad that she doesn't see a woman's touch. The heteroness, because the way these women are like, oh, I don't want to be the wife that needs to clean up after a man. But then, oh, they're so neat. Like, it's weird. Serial killer vibes. And then this of just like, oh, I'm so glad there's nothing that feels feminine here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of that previous season where the two of them, I can't remember their names, but they were arguing because he had a drawer 
and it has like women's hair ties and things yeah. in it, right? And it's, it's like the, world. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is a grown ass man who's dated other people before you, I'm assuming, and their things might be there. Or they might have memories with someone yeah. else. They want their home to be a blank space for them to do their stuff on them. <laughs> the most territorial, like hyper feminine thing. <laughs> being on this right oh my god so um ad clay and mm. his mama and his sister uh ad explains that she's a realtor and manages vip at a nightclub which is interesting ad wants clay to come home more at night when he has off i guess he's staying elsewhere because he's doing a lot of traveling so I said that's valid, but I got to work. And this is where I also started noticing how this conversation was going. I feel like I started giving more clay, giving him a little bit more leeway because I think he's really struggling. At least it reads to me that he's genuinely struggling at like processing more of the nuance of what she's saying. She's mm -hmm. saying, I need you home. And he's like, I have to work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he gets frustrated of like, what is the problem? Because I'm hearing, I need to go home and I have to work. So how is mm -hmm. work not the problem? But I think also everyone has a different read and that he's like snapped on her out of something else. Yeah, for me, I'm like, I'm curious if other people that he's dated in the past, how serious he, how serious has he ever gotten in a relationship? Is this the first time someone is asking this type of request from him, right? Like mm -hmm. having an expectation that like, I understand you have to work, but you have to intentionally make time for this relationship. And that looks different than you being able to easily say, I have to work. So that's why I can't do this. Like yeah. you have to put some effort, you know? Yeah. And it's like maybe no one else, maybe other people, if they brought it up, maybe he's just like, you're just my girlfriend or we're just talking or whatever. But like, this is his fiance. And it's like, this is wild that this is the first time y'all seem to be really talking about this in front of your mom. We <laughs> got so heated. Like, to the point where mom felt like she needs to like interject. And I was just like, because she was like, you know, I was married for 23 years, but I'm like, man, we've already heard that your man cheated on you for the bulk of your marriage. So, like, we already have been influenced about anything you're about to say. Well, um, you know how much your marriage is playing a part in this? Right here, right now? Like, you're so thinking you can't be faithful because of your marriage. <laughs> traumatized. Literally traumatized. traumatized. It's so bad. Uh, there's no real resolution. I think he's he's probably still confused on what the problem is, but I think hopefully her saying, hey, if you love someone, you make time for them. Right. So, yeah. Uh, AD, what else? She, she also talks about grace. So Clay's mom says AD needs to understand the schedule, but if someone is important to me, yeah, I think that's the end of it for them. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, they I was don't like, watch her. no, because when he said, um, my dad is the type of guy who will probably try to flirt with you. I was like, this is a red flag. Yeah. This is AD. You don't want to be in this situation, babes. This man no. has talked more about his fear of cheating on you than he's talked about his desire for you. Truly. That's a bit concerning. I don't know how she emotionally, mentally handles that because it's every single time. And I know when they sit them down for a scene, they're probably like, talk about your issues and like right. have points. But it's like, there's nothing else. Literally. Like he's not saying, or we don't hear him really reassure her other than that accolades conversation where he's like, oh, you were like dancing. But other than that, he's like constantly processing like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be faithful. And what I also picked up when he said the thing about his dad, the examples, he's like, I've never seen an example of black love where the man isn't cheating. And that, to me, what we previously talked about, about who he's attracted to, that, to me, reinforced I'm like, I think he predominantly dates non-Black women. And him, or maybe not dark-skinned Black women, for sure. And I think he's having to process a lot about how he could show up in this relationship without cheating. And like, I'm just like, why are you constantly thinking about cheating all the time? Like, what like what is that fear coming from like i get it you're like processing the trauma around your father's relationship but i'm like what's going on here like what have you done in previous relationships and who have what are the type of people you previously dated all relevant questions yeah. would be so interesting to hear that uh we haven't seen her introduce him to her people but it does look like she talks to her in a later episode so I need someone to give Clay a hard shocking to I don't know if it's ever going to happen but probably not we would get it in the teaser right exactly yeah this this season interesting very very interesting well that's that's it for this drop of episodes. Quito, where are you most looking forward to? I want to hear this conversation that AD has with her mom. And I'm really messily excited for this, like, barbecue. Yeah. Gonna it's going to be so bad. It's going to be a train wreck. Yeah. Uh, forgot about a beautiful black moment. Oh, yeah. And a chaotic by moment. Mm. Ooh, this you know what? I during the scene of Clay introducing Ad to his family, I just kept looking at his sister. Like she was so interesting yeah. and cool. Uh, so I'm. That's my beautiful flex moment. I was escaping the awkwardness by looking at her. Yes. Um, if folks watch our reviews of. Um, couple to thruple I feel like I'm cheating because I've said something like this before but like 80s hot pink bathing suit when they were in the DR I I was like oh my gosh I'm in love this no, looks so friend. good on her I'm it's in love with this oh <laughs> yes, yes uh that's that's a good one 
All right, so our chaotic buy moment. For me, it has to be the crystal girlies. Because I really want to know, Johnny, what do they say about the crystal girlies? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> we would all like to hear it. Uh, no, that's that's a good one. I can't think of. I can't think of anything else that would be a chaotic vibe. I mean, we have multiple love triangles going on here, but none of them are bisexual in nature yeah I don't know and it's Charlotte it's just so straight <laughs> so straight so it is like so chaotic at the same time which is my thing about purity culture it yeah. just creates chaos <laughs> but this is true yeah, this all of true. these strong values and beliefs around sexuality and all these things causes people to act out in ways sometimes not responsible or like in a healthy way <laughs> not okay. out at 5 a.m with the other woman we might have proposed to jeremy you also your mind i shared my location he does not respect laura laura does not respect him and they're just sweet secretly getting their lick back until one of them dies <laughs> right that's how this ends. First ever love is blind murder. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Alright. So as usual, guys, you can follow Quita at hello underscore Quita on Instagram. Please follow Black by Reality across all the socials and see you for the next recap.